On this Better Late Than Never episode of the Perspective Cast, we talk about Google I.O. and all the crazy stuff that happened there, from Android 12 to the very socially relevant inclusive camera to everything AI and in between. We go back into those M1 iMacs and see if they're actual worthwhile desktop machines. And we come back into local circles and recap that old talk we had with Stuart Kinnegore Zimbabwe in the movie industry in Zimbabwe. Add in some features that Microsoft should probably steal from Google, Amazon buying a movie studio, and a whole lot of other craziness in between. And you've got another Perspective Cast episode. Here we go. This episode of the Zimbabwean Perspective Cast is brought to you by Strakinacore Zimbabwe. Movies are back, people. With 2021 coming up with an amazing and exciting lineup, it's time to go watch the latest and greatest new movies on the biggest and best screens available. Combine that with an amazing atmosphere and amazing surround sound, and you know what we're talking about. Sterkinagor cinemas are all open all around Zimbabwe and they're following a strict protocol to making sure that you can watch the greatest movies around in the safest environment possible. So get ready to jump back in from Fast and Furious to Marvel to all the crazy stuff that's in between. It's time to finally go big again. And Sterkinagor Zimbabwe and the Zimbabwean Perspective Cast are actually teaming up Every week we're going to have a special competition based on TZP's movie reviews where you can go and answer a specific question, tag maybe a friend or two, and you can win two tickets every week to watch any movie that you want at a Sturkinico theater. So what are you waiting for? Jump right in and go see the best that Sturkinico Zimbabwe and TZP have to offer. Okay, and we're back. So that's what we're talking about. Filters and filter culture, because that's another thing. Like, ah, I I feel like I got a lot of introspection with that with the last article because I'm not, I I don't know, I'm not captain introspection and spirituality and so on and so on and so on. Um, but to be fair, this was. <laughs> How can I say this? This 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 was an uh, article that required a lot of that because you really start thinking about okay, the self image of people and even the self image of black people when it comes to uh, how we look at ourselves, what we consider to be more attractive or prettier as far as even on social media is concerned, and filters come to mind, because, let's face it, everybody uses them. Well, okay, not, not everybody uses them. A lot of people use them. And it's become a whole thing. You were talking about, now you were talking about how, in China, they're kind of the default setting, right? Face smoothing, quote-unquote, beauty modes, and so on. That stuff is turned on by default, and you hate it. Uh, and, and even with some cameras, now with some of the cameras, uh, a lot of people do talk about Lunchbolt. I think it's Samsung's image processing, which used to do... It wouldn't do, like, beauty mode stuff, but it did do, like, some mild face smoothing and stuff in the early days. Now it apparently doesn't, but 
the the crazy thing is, I don't know. It, it's there. There's this thing that I heard. The better a camera you have, so if you have like a really good camera, so your iPhone 12 Pro, Galaxy S21 Ultra, and so on, uh, or your Pixel, you want the real photo. But if you have a less good camera, you want a filter because apparently a real phone, a, a, a good camera is, uh, I mean, a, yeah, a good camera on a phone can make you look more attractive but if you have a bad camera you have to really think of makeup for it i don't know do you, do you find sense in that or... <laughs> uh well if your camera is bad i think yeah you can justify it by saying i need it because my camera is bad but it shouldn't be the default situation it shouldn't be a default situation it should come off and then you choose to switch it on or off. <laughs> I mean, both of you are laughing, so you obviously have to say too. Yeah. Or maybe when you take a picture, it should come with maybe a button where you can toggle it on or off. It should be hidden, like. Usually they're hidden inside the camera settings, like yeah, inside the like, about twenty options into the camera settings, and then you find it. Should be somewhere like maybe when you're taking the picture, it should be right beside the flash button. Yeah, where you can say, <laughs> "Okay, I want it." Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. Tonight, what do you think? Because you you usually just say everything. Uh, for me, for me, I think if it's not too aggressive, I don't mind. But if it's too aggressive, then obviously I talk all night. I believe that if you really want, you should have the chance to take like a pure raw photo first. And then if you don't like it, then you can modify. But then again, I understand them because most people like your average user takes a photo without a single edit. So it's, it's one of those things where you have to essentially pick a poison. Because most people, they're just camera taking a picture, maybe put a filter or two, but they're just taking, most people, they don't change settings or most people, they don't even know what some of those settings are. So, hey, you, you'd be surprised how many people don't auto focus, like just tapping to focus. Yeah, yeah. So, I think the <coughs> but if it's one would basically be the Apple approach, like, hey, we know what's best for you, we will think for you, just press the shutter button, case closed. So for me, I wouldn't mind if they put it by default because, but as long as there's an option somewhere to turn it off, somewhere, if that's what I would prefer. Okay, so let's start here. There's the weird thing, which is, uh, of course, whoever's listening to this might feel this argument or the topic is kind of uninteresting. We've got three black men talking about filters. Obviously, we are not. 
yeah. most dominant users of them. But um, even regardless, when it leads back to this whole story, which is, it, it seems that a lot of black people, or people of Zimbabwe, have gotten used to it. And only those of us who are quote unquote get to the don't need to use it, which is a shame. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's online. We, we, we end up going to all the online shaming and jokes. And what is it? Good morning, mm-hmm. uh, filters and gentlemen, and all of that. And <laughs> yeah. And everyone makes all these jokes about um, how women are not quote unquote authentic anymore. But then one could argue yeah. that it still leads back to the question of how cameras have evolved. I'm not saying that everyone who thinks they look bad in a photo looks bad because a camera is not optimized to take a picture of their skin. What I'm saying is uh, even if that's not the case, when you do take a good photo and it doesn't look as good as you blame anyone who now is just used to taking photos that's the only kind of look or at least feel it's a whole there's a lot to dive into stuff that's psychological even I can bring out but that's the level of what needs fixed that's why this initiative is there but of course there's a lot more that needs I mean, you hear companies like HP, you hear companies like Sony, or Canon, or Nike, and so on, who have been tweaking algorithms for years and have been better to pick this stuff up. And it's only right, and it probably hasn't been done soon enough, because it really is the type of thing that like, we can treat it like it's not a big problem. Because again, as Wizenbob, we have bigger problems. But, um, we can treat it like it's not important that um, this is the type of stuff that can actually affect someone's self-image and so on. But it probably really can. Maybe we don't see it here. But there's so many of us who are from. There's so many of us who are learning and working for the country. And maybe there's maybe there's an issue. So yeah, it's something to think about, I guess. I, I, I don't know what else to conclude beyond that. Oh boy, did I scare you guys? What happened? No, no, we are listening. We're just listening. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If, if you guys have any more thoughts, please, uh, please do. Now nah, I'm good I now. Like, I feel like I've actually, you, you know, when you maneuver yourself into like a corner, not knowing where to think beyond that, like you had thoughts and you've said them all, but you feel like you want to say more. Yeah, you have no idea what you're thinking. But nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I feel I am too. All right then. Okay. I guess we can sort of move out of that. 
smaller thing. Uh, we talk about how people look. Talk about how people speak. Not really, but Google's offline voice transcription. I love this thing. I love. Uh, just a quick rundown. I wrote a small article going like that. Microsoft needs to steal this feature from Google Keep and put it in OneNote. Basically, it means if you're speaking in a supported language, so probably have English, European languages, some Asian languages, and so on. Maybe it's why if you're talking about African ones. But uh, essentially, if you're speaking in a supported language, uh, if you're using an app like Google Keynotes on any phone, uh, any supported you literally can just speak into your phone and those become your notes. And voice transcription is a new, by the way, for anyone who's asking. And everyone's probably mm-hmm. used to doing it with an internet. This works with Alps. And personally, for me, the type of person who always has to jot down little notes before I write an article because of God said, I swear, I love it. I have sent I mean, I have written down a lot of what's it called. I have written down a lot of um, small little tidbits over the past week, just based on voice, and it's amazing. Okay. And this is a new thing. Uh, Google has had this <laughs> since I think 2019, because when the Pixel 4 came out. Okay. They talked a lot about what they were calling um, offline mm-hmm. voice dictation, offline voice transcription. But it was a pixel, or at least it was for the pixels and things like that. You talk Android. And, but now it seems like they finally okay. out into other apps. And I love it, but I hate the fact that it's probably only going to be in Google Apps, or at least Google's Notes apps, because everybody else is too stubborn mm-hmm. to adopt it. Oh, so they're not they're not offering it for the other platforms. They are sort of okay. Here's what's up. Uh, Google, this API is something I can use. It's, it's basically just based on Google's. Mm. I can use it as a I can. And actually, let me actually not say not give Other Samsung is using. If you use Samsung, mm-hmm. you can also do voice dictation offline somewhere the same way. I believe they're using the same mm-hmm. API. I could be wrong, but I'm near certain. But mm-hmm. Microsoft's not going to use it. Evernote is not going to use it. Uh, is there any other big note-taking app? I think so. I mean, this Apple note, iPhone, but um, yeah. But yeah, so Microsoft would never do it because Microsoft and Google are like straight up clouds. <laughs> Microsoft would much rather probably build their own voice transcription yeah. than just adopt what Google's doing. That would technically probably be feeding their company. You know, these guys hardly do that. So mm. It sucks. Yeah. And now what I do is literally since I write all my notes in OneNote, I open Google Keep Notes. I say the thing; it turns them into text. I copy and paste it into OneNote. I 
this is the life i live Terrible. yeah it is terrible at least google is thinking about you ah bad but ah uh, i don't know okay this is what makes a man make bad decisions having to copy and paste things from exhausting please copy. yeah that is all but <laughs> i don't know whatever let's let's actually try and round this up with em on imac to be fair i actually wanted to do a review for the m1 ipad but i mm. don't know what much what much else i could say besides stuff that we already talked about in the last episode because it's an upgrade it has the best screen on an ipad maybe even on most apple devices that they make cool great but it has an m1 processor that should be great but the big question is still why because it's still running ipad os which is essentially ios in other words it's like putting a v12 engine in a scooter yeah i i feel as <laughs> yeah well i i mean it for real yeah. it's, it's it's literally a straight up um, everyone is saying it's like okay apple you did it technically speaking from a hardware standpoint your macs and your ipad are the same thing from a software standpoint they are mm. nowhere near comparable why are you still doing mm. Mm, for me i think the like that they are trying they've been trying for quite some time to push this agenda that if you are one of those people who takes like fashion over function an ipad can be your new computer i oh, think that's generally not though it still can yeah i like fine for apple i can't speak for other developers but for apple the lines are getting blurry slowly so i think maybe that's their end goal like hey uh, at the end of the day i make and uh, i'm saying i make uh, yeah i make macbook macbook ipad you know 699 which, oh, whichever I whichever hope one that look this is what people want this is the truth if you could have Mac OS or at least a version of Mac OS right in other words be able to run mm-hmm. on an iPad why shouldn't you cuz right now it's literally possible everyone knows it's possible and and we're going to mm-hmm. go into the next when we start talking about the iMac which is what we typically talk about we start talking about this mm-hmm. go back into this again but it really comes down to this it has the power it has the speed it kind of has the accessories now because of the ma- magic keyboard and all of that stuff like mm-hmm. just do it apple like okay maybe there's a small chance that they want when they do finally do it it's going to be some specialized macos specialized touch inputs since macos is take touch maybe that's going to be it but i don't know i i i really don't see a single reason why they don't do it 
at the moment outside of actually keeping those two things separate so that they can make you buy more stuff. Because in case you're forgetting, if you want a touchscreen on an Apple device that has a big screen, you have to buy an iPad. But if you want something that can run Final Cut Pro and GarageBand and all these other Mac apps, which are pretty great, you have to buy a MacBook or a Mac. So it's wow. literally like, and if you want to be able to use a bit of both sides, you have to take your iPad and your MacBook and connect them using that thing. What do they call it? Sidecar? And only then can you check. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's more of a business idea. Yeah, someone needs to go to keep to, to keep them separate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Cook needs to be slapped. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. It's even. Okay, this, I get a capitalism is capitalism. Come on. Even you can you can be more creative. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is, I mean, if Microsoft could come up with a reason to make you buy a Surface Pro and a Surface Laptop, even though they both run Windows, or make you buy a Surface Pro and that Surface Studio all in one thing, again, they both run the same Windows. I think Apple can find a reason to make you buy an iMac and a what's it called and an iPad, and they'll both run macOS. Yeah, but they won't. It's it's just like the whole Lightning cable situation. That thing is beyond backward, but we're still using it to this day. Yeah, the new phones, because they the just iPads, don't want to. Go. Except on the iPad. On the iPad, they were like, nah, USB-C. Yeah. Which makes this thing even weirder. Like, it uses USB-C mm. so that it can be more like a PC. It can plug into an external display, but if it plugs into an external display, the ex- display will have giant borders because it's meant to mirror a small iPad. <laughs> it's yeah. this is the most baffling thing on the earth. Like, I swear... <sighs> If I would ever like an Apple product, it would have been an iPad. Like, I like how it looks. I like what they're going for. Hmm. But then they just literally threw it out the window and I'm just standing there. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I think another issue, maybe the, one of the reasons why they're not putting like Margo is, uh, I think maybe for developers. What do you mean for developers? They're combining so Apple like, Mac and iOS. Sorry? You won't have as many apps as you technically want. Technically. How? No, fine. Like, you can run, like, with the new MacBooks, you can run, uh, what is this? You can run Apple apps, right? Or on, on iOS your, apps. On yeah. Your, yeah. But uh, one is nowhere near as efficient. Because they don't have touch screens. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, like, that's the reason. No, no, no. That is the reason. Like, an M1 can run iPad and iOS app better than most iPhones can. It's like from a performance yeah. perspective. But then, literally, mm-hmm. they suck because there's no touch screen on these things. So now Apple has to do this weird thing where you're supposed to use your trackpad like a touchscreen. Like, come on, man. Mm. 
it's a joke. It's literally a joke. It's like a sick joke that Apple's playing on people. Like, haha, still can't have. Me, I don't think it is because, like, by switching to Mac OS, one, it's it stops being a, a tab tab. It's now more of like a PCI bridge. That's Look, one. What, Two, what, with all due respect, what's the difference? Like, 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 I, like I don't. A lot of people. Like, I don't see the appeal of running x86 apps on on an iPad. Like, that's just wrong. Well, Apple's not running x86 apps anymore. That's what the M1s are for. Everything has been turned into an what's it called into an ARM-based app. Almost. You are now giving people the opportunity because with Rosetta, you still you can still run. It yeah. can run x86. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing, though. Have you mm. seen macOS picture? It literally looks like a giant phone OS on a, on an iMac or an or what's it called or a Mac. Like it, the icons are huge and circular. The calendar app yeah. looks like the i iPad calendar app. It like everything has been yeah. made to look more phone like and touch friendly, <laughs> and still they don't put a like. Okay, fine. Put test screens on the Mac then. I'm already going into the iMac thing. You know what? Okay. You know what? Let's let's Personal, go to the iPad. Personally, right? yeah. We can go. Personally, <laughs> yeah. Personally, I'm like touch screen computers. Personal. You've touch screen, touch bar. No. You, you've obviously touch, no, the touch bar is a joke. Touch, okay. No. Touch screen? Yes. Mm. The touch bar? Uh, no. You don't touch have... screen, I don't. Mm. Okay, fine. How would we have the Surface Studio if we did not have? What? How would you have the Surface Studio if it didn't have touchscreen? Fine. Personally, if I was buying the Surface, fine. Personally, I, I love the Surface laptops, not the, not the, not the tabs. Uh, that's just me. Okay. I, I said the Studio, the all-in-one. You know, the big canvas one that you're supposed to draw and be an artist on. That is like the touch. The funny like. thing about the big, big one, like. What is it like? I, I think they showed that video of unboxing it. Like, is that the one? Like mm-hmm. a big, like yeah, like a big screen. No, no, ah, that's, man. The hub. that's the hub. You're talking yeah. about the hub. The hub is the one which is like, it's it essentially looks like a big TV, but it's actually like a full TV. So which one are you talking about? Okay, you don't know the service. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you. We'll, we'll catch you. Anyway, fine. Mm. Uh, let's move on because this, this is getting crazy. Okay, so in case anyone forgot, the reason we're talking about this was the new IMAX, right? So, yeah, basic thoughts have already been given. They look gorgeous, personally speaking, despite the giant chin. Yeah, yeah, uh, the chin. Yeah, the, the, the chin is just, it's a step backwards. You, you could have made that whole thing like it's upset. Yeah, they, they, they could have put the speaker on the sides or something. Well, you know, I think it was it was an Apple move. You know, you know how Apple does ninety percent of everything right and just does that ten percent just like kind of like like it's a power yeah, play yeah. thing. Like it's like nah, we're gonna keep this one away from you. <laughs> so yeah, and then the port. Uh, and then the, it's just a 
it's a good disaster. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it it, it really did. It, it's a good looking. Like I, I, I think I wrote about this on Twitter when I was like, if there was ever a machine that you could look at and say, you know, I think you're amazingly beautiful, but I just feel I need someone with more substance, and by substance I mean force. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer someone who didn't spend so much time trying to be slim, and instead they actually worked on getting more things. I, I don't know. Like this is the like type how, of thing how you, can you say make to a shallow woman. Ah. That's literally what I, what you would say. And yet, I am here. I am saying it to an apple machine, and I feel like I would have the exact same type of uh, relationship with these machines that I would have with a very shallow woman. I would be very attracted to her. I would very much want to be around yeah. her. Yeah. They're literally trying to make money off of ports. Like, yeah, they are. Just ports only. Because no one is, I mean, no one in their right mind should buy the lowest version, which comes with two ports. Yeah. You're basically connecting your keyboard and your mouse, and then you're done. And then that's no, it. You buy Apple mouse keyboard. You buy what? The Apple mouse, the magic mouse. And you're keyboard. forgetting that those need to charge, right? Because I think this is this is the thing that people have really become like so what's it called so mesmerized by Apple that they forget that yo there's such a thing as electricity needs to charge and a yeah. battery and those things need to charge and you can't even use the magic mouse when it's charging because it still charges upside down. Uh, he said, uh, "Yeah, you use command tab. You use command tab to navigate." Yeah, wow, yeah, that 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 is that that's rich right there. And if you buy the lowest <laughs> version, that means you only get like two hundred and fifty-six gigs of memory. So that means you have to uh, what's it called? You have to put an external drive there. Yeah. And since you can't swap out the memory now, yeah, that would be mm. a bad buying decision. Like the higher end version is better. Like the higher end version, I can get it for some place, like some household. Like to be fair, this is the machine that Apple said is like maybe for like secretary workers or no, like not super productive office workers. Or not super. What am I? Not 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 not. Yeah. What I mean is um, maybe managers, something like executives, or exactly, something like exactly. that. So someone who just opens the emails and types in maybe a few documents. Yeah, but. Ah, man. Ah, still, I, I don't know. The port thing is good. There's four ports and all USB-C. I mean, uh-huh. okay, the USB-C thing, okay, I get it, you're Apple. But the fact that the Mac Mini still had some USB-A ports or some other kind of ports. And when it comes down to it, all these machines are not the same machine. Right? They, they all, like, it's a car with the same engine, but different bodies, right? Like one with a small pickup, one with a portable, one with But it kind of just sucks that the port situation has to be this way. Like, I know Apple. They, they're going to release the 27 like a few months. And the 27 <laughs> Oh, yeah. And their brick. And their power brick. Okay. You see how big it is this time. 
Oh, yeah, it's big, but I can take that considering the Ethan thing. I can take that considering if it's the one that comes with Ethan. I I thought that was smart enough. Like, it's a compromise that you can take. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, but 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 the, the ports thing I can't because it's a desktop, guys. That's, that's the thing. I had, as I said, I had people coming on Twitter going like, "Well, you know, I use a MacBook Air," and I'm like, "Yeah, a MacBook Air." You have to understand that actually makes sense for this whole thin and light lifestyle you're trying to do. My PC has mm. okay, it actually has four ports. Yeah, but so, but for me, I think I think with the with the new MacBook iMac, sorry, with the new Mac iMac, I think that they're driving away from was this from heavy professional consumers to. Like your typical everyday, I wouldn't say everyday. I agree. I I actually agree. As I said, this is for home. I I don't know the right words to use, but yeah, heavy, most professional user. I I agree. Right, the magic mouse and keyboard. So maybe only two ports work for him. But no, two ports don't work for anyone. Two ports don't work. No, I'm serious. Provided you have the Apple mouse and keyboard, two ports Which should be just fine. Which you have to charge. You're forgetting that part. Well, why, why are people acting? Guys, they need to charge. Okay? <laughs> We've Clint, used them. Clint, I've Clint. used them. Okay, they still need to Clint. charge. Con- like consumerism faces a normal distribution chart. So 90% of people will probably be just fine, even if you need to charge the keyboard and mouse. For 90% of people, it's for going to be ports, fine. Nah, nah, trust me. People run it. Look, man, people mm-hmm. complain about even... People do complain about even the magnet Air having keyboard. And that thing comes with a keyboard and mouse built in. You really think they won't complain about this one? I keep going back As to... In- the MacBook Air is no, complaining about people it having two ports. Provided you buy, provided you buy the Apple mouse and keyboard. And again, the MacBook Air comes with a keyboard and a mouse built in because mm. it's a MacBook. It has that. But still people complain. No, MacBook is different. Like MacBook, it's only two USB-C ports, right? It's two, yeah, exactly. The same thing with the entry model for this thing. Yeah, for the MacBook, there are a few differences we have to take note here. So first and foremost, for a lot of people, it might be their only device. And for a lot of people, this might be your only device. You do realize Ah, this is a more expensive... No, 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 no. You have to understand. Like, this is a more expensive yeah, I don't device. I think there's any person on this earth who only has an iMac, only nothing else. Ah, no, that I, would be a lie. You'd be surprised. Bruh, like, you know. no, 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 no. You would really be surprised. Understand. Apple is trying to push Hold up. Apple's trying to push this machine at people's home. Right? And actually, yeah, it's usually going to be like a home base. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. If your dad buys you this machine, or I, or rather buys this machine and says, this is the new house computer, and you don't have your own laptop, you have a phone, sure. You don't have your own laptop. You don't, you've never had mm-hmm. your own laptop. This is your mm-hmm. only machine. 
And if this is mm. the only machine, then you will start to see its limits. And it's the truth. Like, Franklin, that's my point. Like, you, you're looking at specific, normalize your data. That doesn't apply to a lot of people. If your family is rich enough to buy an iMac as a home computer, I'm pretty sure you can get a laptop in your family. So normalize your data. Like, trust me, there are specifics that will irritate. But if you look at the way Apple has been operating of late and to a certain extent why they seem so profitable, it's just normalize your data. What does a normal person do? Not an informed person, not a heavy user, but your parents. Take, for example, something like your parents. I think that's a very good example of a normal user. This is just a person who wants to sit down, maybe get an email, type word, see pictures and videos, and they're done. That's it for their day. So I don't think a lot of people are that heavy of users that they want 10 ports. Like me personally, if it were up to me, I'd like at least like four, at least six but that's just me. So I think if you normalize your data, a lot of people, they aren't going to be as affected. Okay. okay. Um, fair enough. I'm not saying people won't be okay with this machine. I, I didn't say that. I did say, if anything, look, this was the consensus of that review. If you are a Mac person who's already in the Mac ecosystem, and you really want to use Mac, then yeah, jump on this. If not, wait for the 27-inch, which is obviously likely going to be more powerful or at least have more force <laughs> because it's the more pro base. So... What if it comes with one port? <laughs> I throw, throw it in the trash. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna put the <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother covering that machine. That is just not gonna be what? No mm. man. In case you forget no, in fact, if that's the case, that machine already exists. It's called the iPad Pro. <laughs> it, it really is. Also, they just extended it's your it's your I, now, you sound, now I sound like what? Now it's down like, uh, who's this one? Wrong jobs. <laughs> no, no, no. It's really the truth, though. It, it, ah, yeah, no. exists. It's called the mm-hmm. iPad Pro. So if that ah. machine already exists, what, what's the point here? Uh, like, I really like this. Like, I remember one time he was talking about the iPad and he was like, you know, we put a lot of thoughts and creative design and then they photoshopped an iPhone and then they just like extended the corners to a more square like I was like ah that guy I like that guy man Rob Jobs I'll check it out I'll definitely check that out I don't know uh then then comes you know what okay hold up wow really ah okay one more slight break and then we finally just wrap this up in one more page is that cool mm, what's this uh I think for me, like, I, I have to go. I have to meet someone. Right now? Uh, not right now, but maybe in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Cool. Just give me a sec, and we can wrap this up in five. I literally would have done this, but it would just have a minute.
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I actually want to wrap it up also, but then you already have one minute. Uh, Why is it so aggressive? Okay, so to round this up, fine. As I was saying, does this machine have a specific use case? Yes, the new IMAX do have a specific use case. And I guess with what tonight I was saying, we can agree that that use case is in the larger part of the specific market they're going for. I just do feel that unfortunately, just due to some of these small uh, limitations that this machine has, it won't, it's not an easy, but it's, let me not say not that it's not an easy, but it's not the direct yes that some people are asking for because I would say that's what a lot of people want, right? They want the machine that they look at and right off the bat, it's like, this is the machine I want, right? I'm not even going to bother to stop or not care. I'm just going to go for it. But yeah, that's, that's, true. That, that's not what this machine does. This machine does require some thinking and some reworking and all that. And, well, you know, that is what it is. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else you might want to add on that? or? Uh, yeah, for me, all, uh, all I'll say, like, on the new iMac is... Uh, if you are going to buy the new iMac, then uh, I highly recommend you buy the upper, the upper model one. The, I don't know how you call it, but yeah, the, the second one, yeah, yeah, the higher end, yeah. Like I, I know the price price increase is unjustified, but I generally think that's your only option, honestly speaking. Yeah, the entry- for a machine that. Yeah, the entry one, I know they're trying to keep like that attractive price of just under a thousand, but it's not uh, I just it starts at one point three. Isn't it like one point two or one point one? It's one point two, it's one point two nine nine. Those nine nine. We should ban that stuff. No, it works in the US, but in- it, it, it helps the taxes, believe it or not. Okay, fine. My point is, uh, yeah, it makes sense because it'll be in a different tax bracket. But okay, regardless of the price, since you're rich enough to go for the iMac, just bite the bullet and buy the higher end one. Trust us, you appreciate it way, way more. This I can agree on. I think this anyone and, uh, uh, agree yeah, on. and by the and buy that, and buy that two hundred dollar hub. What do they call it? There's a very popular USB one. Is it like a Satoshi? Yeah, they have. There's a very popular model. I think it's around two hundred bucks. And if you buy that, you should be. It should be as good or good. Yeah, good enough for a family PC. Right. Fair enough. Or when you're really pissed off about everything, you can just go buy a Surface Studio. Buy it. <laughs> it's my Why not a Surface Hub for the house? Eh? No, no, dude, what? Dude, those things cost. <laughs> yeah, Surface Hub is cost, bro. Like, I think the Hub 2 costed like mm. 8000 
cord, the smaller one. Ooh. Yeah, they, no, those things cost. Dude, you have to understand. Look at how yeah. small and slim that thing is and how big it is. And then you think that that's a full Windows PC. I think we have to buy one for TZ. Yeah. Um, I think if anyone is one. listening to this and you really like us enough for thinking that you could buy us a $8,000 PC-like thing, uh, let us know. <laughs> I, I, I personally would want to meet you in person and thank you. That's <laughs> about all I can... You know what? Now nah, you can come on an episode of the podcast. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what I can offer you for now. If yeah, if this, if you feel that that's worth investing your money in, I'm not gonna say no. Uh, I'll be waiting. Just let me know. Uh, but yeah, that 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 pretty much does it for today's episode. Uh, we were gonna go into an issue about Clubhouse, but I felt like that's something that. Um, we could talk about later. Uh, if you are watching this and you're in Zimbabwe, you might know. I mean, you've probably heard it from the ads, but you might know. We're in a bit of a partnership with Circuit of Zimbabwe. They are giving away two movie tickets, actually four movie tickets per week, uh, two on Instagram, two on Facebook at the moment. Uh, you guys should definitely jump on. Like, seriously, why not get on those three movie tickets uh, so Gigo is putting a crazy amount of effort into keeping people safe in their cinemas. So you can go there, you can watch it, promise you won't have COVID afterward. And we'll definitely promise that you'll have a good time because, I mean, come on. Movies. We all miss them. So please, you guys definitely jump in. Um, <clears throat> very sorry. You guys should definitely jump in on them and just enjoy yourselves because it's been so long. People haven't really bothered. But uh, yeah, jump in. Uh, check out Stir Kinecore's Instagram and Facebook pages. Check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or even our Twitter and you can get more details. <laughs> or check out our weekly movie reviews, which is where the questions to each week's competitions will actually be found. So, uh, you know, just a little hint there for those of you. Uh, tonight, anything else you want to say, man? Or you want to know, tell people where they can find you and tweet at you, try and tell you why you, um, the iMac is still a bad buying decision? <laughs> uh, definitely check out the free movie tickets. Like, hey, it's one of the best deals in town, so... Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be posting it, I think today, uh, later today, soon after rugby, on my Instagram and all my social media handles. And I'll try to talk to some of my friends with more followers in Zimbabwe. Today, this weekend, you should probably find time to follow TZP and get yourself some free movie tickets. That's all. Uh, and yeah, what about your Instagram? And <laughs> you mentioned your social media. What if people want to follow you on your social media? Oh, okay. So all my social media handles, they're the same. Tina, Tina. Tina, Tina. I miss But I mainly active on Instagram, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Tina, Tina. 
Twitter, Twitter, I just usually go there to hear to hear Zimbabweans being sour, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to talk about that. And about people and making mm. idols, because that's literally become the music bubble pet. Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, well I uh, it's a whole thing, man. It is a whole thing. But uh yeah, that pretty much does it for the perspective cast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh we're we're back. We promise we're back. Okay. Uh what's it called? Our episodes are definitely gonna become more uh more uh regular. We're not gonna spend another month, we promise. So uh make sure you tune in next time. And uh thanks for joining us. Have a good one, anyone everyone. Goodbye. Uh-huh.